So what's the what's what's the scenario? We gonna get R. Kelly to fuck about it here? This, 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 new, this new year. This new year, we starting off fresh out the gate. Boom. Shots fired. Now, um, welcome to the Full Stress Podcast. My name is 4KJ. How are you, good people, doing? Um, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Frankie's here. How you doing, good brother? Chilling. Um, I just. Five days into the new well, what's the date when they'll hear this? Would it be the, the, the seventh, the eighth? Whenever you hear this, we are fresh into the new year and we are getting niggas the fuck up out of here. But before we get into that church announcements, follow the show on everything. Uh follow the show on Instagram at Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow Frankie at Frankie Metals on IG. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash four KJ. <clears throat> Pardon me. Ooh, had a burp. Follow a celestial goddess on IG for all your holistic healing. I follow at Ivy's Tico for all your herbal needs on IG. Um, yeah, follow the whole squad, follow the whole gang. Um, how you feeling, beloved? I've been good, man. I've been good. It's a busy, busy new year. Yo, like out the gate. Hit the ground. Running. Run sprinting. Sprinting. Shout out to all my uh track runners out there. Um now. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out uh if we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. Now, before we even get into that, because uh obviously you know what we're here for. But I wanna give y'all a quick um PSA about what's happening in our American government. Now, the government is shut down. What does that mean? It means that Trump is basically holding the government hostage to fund a wall that doesn't need to be funded because we already have hundreds and hundreds of miles of fencing um people and people illegally crossing into america is at all-time low and i just want to tell y'all that your man's is on some bullshit still and i don't know how long the government will be out of commission and the, the, you know it's funny the, the the thing that made people pay attention most recently is when niggas found out they're not getting they they getting they uh, refunds so what happens is because the government is shut down, um, certain companies are shut down. The IRS is kind of shut down. Well, it's like half staff. Uh, the parks and museums aren't getting paid. TSA isn't getting paid. Certain security for like the Statue of Liberty, shit like that, they aren't getting paid. And with that, um, you know, shit is real. And I just want to let y'all know um, if you are pissed off enough, 2020 is around the corner. Make sure your vote counts. That's all I got to say about that, okay? Because it's a lot, a lot of um, misinformation going around about who's the fault or who's the blame about the government being shut down. This is Trump's fault. It's all Trump's fault. Just, I just want to let y'all know that he, he, and it. Well, let me, let me clarify. It's Trump and the Republican Party's fault because at any time they could pass a bill or a temporary measure to pay the 800,000 employees who are not getting paid 
but they're not doing that because they introduced legislation to do that or the democrats introduced legislation to do that and they blocked so I just, again i want to let y'all know of i want to make y'all aware rather of who's fucking y'all pause so yeah and you know fresh into the new year you know they're back on their bullshit so just you know pay attention y'all pay attention now We've all been watching this R. Kelly series. Now, we, I'm going to take my time. We're going to take our time with this because if you're new to the show, we have a very, very strict policy up here of fuck R. Kelly. Fuck Robert Kelly. Fuck him. <laughs> He's been a nasty nigga for a long, long time. And we're going to dedicate a good portion of this episode of why you like us should say fuck R. Kelly. Now they put out now, shout out to Dream Hampton. She's a journal she's a hip hop journalist. She's been around for a long time. Um, she's worked with Bad Boy, Rockefeller, you name it, everybody. And so she put together this document docu-series called Surviving R. Kelly, interviewing um family members, ex-business partners, people women who were um affected by R. Kelly's sick fucking ways and i think they're on like it's i think it's like a five-part series by the time you guys are hearing this it should be over and lifetime will be running reruns from now until like june but with all of that it's, it's i don't even know where to start because there's just so much shit to unpack and to discuss there's so many layers to this it's so fucking complicated and it, and it sprawls it's, it, it's um not sprawls that was a poor word it ignites so many different conversations about where we are and while fuck r kelly is the focal point i think this docuseries was a good mirror into how we treat rape how we treat sexual abuse how we treat sexual sexual abuse survivors how we treat black women how we treat boys who are sexually abused like it's, it's so much shit with this it's so much shit with this. and i for one as a long-standing fuck R. Kelly flag waver, um, I I initially wasn't going to watch the docu series because it's like I've I've been let me give y'all a little backstory like I've been I've been following this nasty niggas journey for like the past ten years now. There was a, a investigative reporter from Chicago I can't think of his name I'm sorry beloved but he's been following R. Kelly for years and documenting all of the nasty nasty shit that he does. <laughs> Like this, like the, the reporter, uh, I, I'm, I, fuck, I'm mad. I can't remember his name. He's been locally in Chicago. He's been trying to bring attention to how R. Kelly behaves, how he maneuvers, the the, the damn near, he's damn near sex trafficking that he does, the the damn slave, the making women slaves. Like he just like tried to bring like to all of this shit. And R. Kelly has been coasting for the past twenty years. And I realized that I, I need to watch this because even though I'm an avid fuck R. Kelly um supporter, the general public really doesn't understand the severity of the situation. Like, like first things first, like we gonna start here. I, I we we need to get rid of this um separating the man from the music shit. Like I saw that argument um frequently when the doc when it when it when a docuseries was aired. I saw a lot of yo, these bitches is lying. They just trying to bring the black man down. We I, we were just talking to somebody who was like yo they they targeting African American men. This just a big ploy and all of this shit. Check this out, beloved. The white man didn't put a gun to R. Kelly's head and force him to rape these women. R. Kelly got away 
because he is immensely talented and like there, like let, let me just let's understand how let's just understand how sick this motherfucker is this is the man who made i believe i can fly he made all of these happy people step in the name of love he made all of these classic songs to make you believe that you know he is a inspiring he's a motivational man that he's a um good-hearted person and what is he doing when the cameras are off sick nasty disgusting shit and because of that people who grew up to his music like a lot of industry people rather were defending him like yo i can't separate the man from the music like he gave us too many hits like i'm just gonna enjoy the music but if you think about it what is r kelly known for his music wise like what is he known for he makes sex music a big proponent of a big portion of his content is based around sex it's people who be like yo i made my baby to tp2 or i i i fucking my wedding night we played 12 players some shit but now taking context that the women that he's talking about seems like you're ready how fucking nasty does that sound now my mind's telling me no but my body's telling me yes like like no it is it is not even i was gonna say damn near but no it is a a pedophile's anthem so now if you are one of those people who say i can't separate the man from the music so you're essentially telling us that you like pedophile shit i wouldn't well You can never see the individual the same way. If you're listening to his music and you just vibe to it, and let's say you've been vibing over to, to for years now because the music has been popular. If you fuck with his music and you go someplace and you like, all right, you know, I, I relate to the music in my own way. But now that you know where the singer was coming from, where he was finding his inspiration from. His motivation. His motivation do you feel the same way about it? You know, now the guy's a sick dude who was encouraged to do this by everybody around him. He was, he was now, and that's another part, but go ahead. We're going to, we're going to get to that. Um, like I'm so fucking disgusted. I'm trying to find the words to properly articulate how fucking disgusted I am. This like, I already knew a lot of this shit So it just kind of confirmed to me It kind of confirmed my stance on him And why I've been so eager to get him the fuck out of here Like he needs to be in handcuffs But like Again it, it, it Like another aspect That was Brought to light Was how we as a society View underage sex Or how we view predatory behavior like this nigga was at the nigga was 21 22 years old picking up girls from high school stalking high schools now all of us you can you know a nigga 
from your high school who used to pick up the cute, fully developed girl who was a senior. I I personally she was a, she was a freshman in my case. I mean, there's there's always a young girl who developed faster than the rest of the girls, and she would be picked up by a nigga after school who was like five years her senior. In this case, this motherfucker was like ten. That shit is nasty. And it just brought and it, like and like I was like I said like this really just brought a mirror to how we view preying on underage girls, how we view sexual abuse against underage boys. In the docu series, they were saying that um he was molested at a young age, and you know what's wild? Serial killers and fucking rapists and all and mass murderers and all this shit you know the one thing they have in common sexual abuse as a child most of the time so this is like a common theme where people who are abused become the abuser like they was talking to his ex-wife they were talking everyone who was involved with him like I just I know I'm, I'm kind of all over the place right now because it's, it's so much to unpack with this and so much to dissect with this that it 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 is damn near draining like trying to discuss it me, me even watching the docuseries like it, I couldn't I couldn't stomach it because a lot of shit was just like like there was a, there was a, a clip with his bodyguard where he was saying Oh, um, I would go pick up a bunch of underage girls for Kelly and he would just have him in the studio. Like, my nigga, how are you okay with that? How are you not enabling him? And how, most importantly, do we know that you wasn't a part of that shit? Like, I understand people coming out and trying to say, yo, he was bad, he was bad, but y'all let him cook for 20-something years. You had more than more than an ample amount of time to come forward and say, yo, this nigga R. Kelly is on some bullshit. And we got none of that. And I'm not going to. um, I can't really judge too much because. I don't know whether it was money that kept people quiet or the fame or the notoriety from working with R. Kelly that kept people quiet, but it, I I don't know. I guess better late than never. And just watching how um he just kind of skated away is just it's I'm having a difficult time trying to argue or trying to get through it. I'm going to rewatch the entire series again, but I'm just having a, a real difficult time. And it then it has some some accounts from his wife, correct? Yeah, his wife was his ex. One of his ex wives was in there. I think his current wife was in there. Like an artist who used to work with, you know, the name Sparkle. Yes, she that was on the song. Right, she introduced her 14 year old niece to him. Like that's like sick. All the shit with Aaliyah. Of 
him being involved. Like I didn't even I it was it new information to me. I didn't know he produced and wrote like half her first album. So now age ain't nothing but a number has a whole new context to me. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. Like you're telling me that you got this young girl singing age ain't nothing but a number because your sick ass wrote it. Bro, he should be clapped, bro. He should be fucking clapped. Yeah, he did some very wild OD sex slave shit. Like he was telling some of these young girls when they could eat. So he was really like, you know, it was he had he had girls in different rooms on some chain to a post type shit. He had in the studio he had like a makeshift bedroom set up with girls in it, and it's just like. This shit is just like It's a fucking lot It's a fucking lot And then events like this Always bring to light They cause a division In um, Who agrees with what And who's on whose side And that's natural I'm not You know I'm not against that But The so, the, the, the amount of defenders he had He has Is Fucking astonishing to me I gotta resort back, you know, to that Boondocks episode. What? I, I, <laughs> that Boondocks episode was wild funny, but I just, I'm, I'm again, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through it. Like, I, I don't, I, f- saying fuck R. Kelly is just, it, it doesn't seem strong enough now. It doesn't seem like. Because he deserves to be either under a jello or a bullet in his fucking head. Like, and, and, like, they interviewed his brother. One of his brothers is, lo- is locked up. And he was saying how, you know, you know, I know Kelly like underage girls, but, you know, he's kind of, he was kind of framing it like, yo, that ain't really my business. But it's like, my nigga, that's like, I, I, you know what? Better question. When do we get into a point of society where this was just okay? Like, we could even take it back to like arranged weddings. And society just being okay with people marrying underage girls. Like I don't know, I don't know when we just became comfortable with that. And now that you know, this like again, this docu series brought a lot of shit to light. And the pessimist in me is like society is way more fucked up than I gave it credit for. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of people turned the blind eye to R. Kelly. Uh, they didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't give a fuck. They were like, you know, his music is dope, and you know, he's winning awards, and that's what I see on TV. I don't really see, you know, the video. In the but what type? What denying it was him. But what type of precedent is that setting where you can, if you make, if you're good enough at what you do, you can do whatever you want. That's the kind of message that the that certain people are sending when they say things like, "Yo." These bitches is lying Or he ain't do that shit Or I'ma still listen to his music quick to say Oh they just attacking his legacy You know And not even try to uh, Be interested in investigating Or learning more About the evidence You know they just don't give a shit They don't want to know They'd rather be ignorant (sighs) But is that more indicative Of the carelessness Of our society Is it more indicative Of just our that we rather bask in our ignorance like i'm 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 like deeply confused some people would rather be asleep in a matrix than awake you know but listen all right but l- l- let me let, let's let me be clear about this i'm not on some holier than thou shit 
this is not me up here on my high horse because I listen to a lot of gangster music where it's very misogynist, where it's promoting murder, drugs. Um, yeah, but gangster music is cool. Having sex with little ass girls is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it, where's our line? Where do we as a society say, yo, enough is enough? And like, you know, the women on the docuseries were saying, yo, nobody cared because. Um, we were black girls and while that's true I don't know if that's the entire summation of what's going on here like R. Kelly had influence he has influence you know he's still signed to a record label they still promote his music like a day or two before the docuseries aired he was promoting the single he, he's on tour right now he's making music right now to promote and push like ain't shit wrong I stopped fucking with R. Kelly, you know when? Not just the, the video when Jay-Z was like, man, fuck this nigga. Yo, I was I was I was on it too, but Jay-Z was like, fuck this nigga. But I was even mad at Hove because he made an entire album with this nigga. He went on tour with this nigga. And it's like mind you, he was still uh you're innocent until you're proven guilty, right? So even though the video was out, we gotta remember he was denying that it was him. Yeah, he said it was his brother. He was still avoiding the fact, so I'm sure that that factored in. He's not gonna do an album with him before him. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jay Z said really fuck him on some totally different shit. Like he said he was being a diva the entire tour. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. But even with that, that was more of a business move. That wasn't no moral shit because he was wilding with underage women or underage girls. Like that was more some business shit. So. I don't know how much credit we can give the Hove for. And look, we love Hove up here. But that's like, you know what I'm, the point I'm getting to is like, like you were saying, like most people turn a blind eye, right? And because of his power, because of his influence, because of how legendary he is, because we're going to call a spade a spade. The man is a musical genius. We can't take that from him. The man cranks out hits without even blinking. But now that you understand where what type of mindset that is coming from, like how how do you still support that knowing from where it's coming from, where knowing that he has a twisted, damn near psychopathic thought process to where like like it's, it's like like even him making beautiful fucking songs like Step in the Name of Love and fucking Happy People and I Believe I Can Fly and all that other type of shit it's damn near like he's putting out all of this inspiring music to just doing it for a check right well not even for a check but distract you from believing that he's as sick as he really is like that's some psycho killer shit Jeffrey Dahmer type of shit right perfect example I'm glad you said that Jeffrey Dahmer no Ted Bundy, that's even better. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy was a was a ass out the out the freezer. Right. Ted Bundy was a was a was a decent looking white man. Ted Bundy had fans because he was a decent looking white man. He was charming. He was intelligent. He would have conversations with women where he would make them feel like the most important thing in the world. But he would chop them the fuck up and put them inside of refrigerators. R. Kelly without killing people is doing the same exact shit he's, he's, a, he's a sexual predator he's a sexual deviant that's really the predator predator is better because deviant would be like he's like obsessed with sex he's addicted to sex him having the predatory behavior of stalking young girls to having his security pick out young girls in a crowd 
to manipulate these women to make them believe um you're important to me you mean a lot to me i can't live without you and i need you to do everything i say because you mean that much to me that's manipulation that's predatory shit you're using your stature your 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 own abuse against these women to 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 confide in you to to mentally take them hostage to physically take them hostage i don't like he he's a i can't prove that he's a serial rapist i don't have any facts to prove that but that's where i'm leaning towards like he's a serial rapist who's probably one of the greatest musicians to ever live. And it's like, this is a this is a, a common theme. The more I've watched the docuseries, it became a common theme. Elvis married an underage girl. Fucking um, Chuck Berry married an underage girl. This is a consistent theme in our industry. And there's other artists who I can't think of the name right now where they do things with underage girl. ASAP Bari from ASAP Group just pled guilty to sexual assault. This is a theme because people, because men are abusing our status as entertainers. Even with the Me Too movement, with people like Harry Weinstein using their using their status as a music producer, using their influence to manipulate women into giving them what they want, to abuse power in that way, to take from people. Kevin Spacey using his status as an as a well-known renowned actor to make a, a, a young boy send him nude pictures to make nasty fucking videos with him. We're there where our society is addicted to abusing power to the point where like you said the general public just turns a blind eye because they entertain us so much. And of course I've fell victim to that. I've not been aware of certain artists and certain entertainers doing freak nasty shit because I've because they're entertaining me but at a certain point like we like we got to we got to draw the line somewhere. And you know with the like the me too movement like i i understand that that is a big part of their fight of fighting fighting against men in power abusing their power and i ain't gonna hold you i don't have a clear answer about how we combat that because that seems like a human trait to where absolute power corrupts and power corrupts absolutely and i don't know the remedy for that i really don't and as happy as i am that a bigger spotlight is being shined on r kelly and what he's doing like there's a deeper conversation that i don't believe that our society is ready for to where safety towards other human beings is like at the bottom on the totem pole. If you don't have money, if you don't have power, if you don't have influence, your livelihood, if you don't have those three things, isn't important. It isn't valued. And I don't, I hope, I, 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 it might, this docuseries might cause a federal indictment, maybe. Hopefully, because there's a lot of evidence supporting that this man is a serial rapist. But even with that, I don't know how I don't I don't know how effective that will be. I don't even know. I can't even trust that it'll happen because he has so much 
influence because he has so much power because he has so many bad people backing him like like another part of this um dream hampton was saying that she interviewed well she asked certain celebrities like dave Chappelle, like jay-z erica badu people who directly work with r kelly to come to come on the docuseries to um kind of speak their piece on their experience with him and what was Erica Badu say? Well, she declined. Oh. Now that initially that made I'm not gonna hold you to like initially that made me feel away because it's like if you know how this man works, if you've seen him work. Now I don't know if she if any of the celebrities that they asked personally seen any type of weird shit with R. Kelly, right. but they're not about to throw more. more right. They're not. They're not about to throw sauce. Right. And I can't And you know what I got I, I kind of felt the way Because I'm like Yo why the fuck not But at the same time I, like, well, they call, you know, Everybody knows Why, why I got Right that. Right But I I, I, I kind of accepted that I kind of accepted Why they wouldn't do that Because Or maybe they have more to say That they You know The, the documentary Per se didn't want to hear But that's another thing That A lot of the Victims were saying That there's things That they can't discuss that they think that there are things that they can't talk about. So what the fuck? What the fuck else can you say? What else was going on that is too explicit for the general public to know? Does he have like? Because the the way they're making it sound on the docu series, this nigga had a sex trafficking ring. Yeah. I don't, what, what's worse than that? I mean, that's about as worse as it can get. If but you watch an episode of SVU. Yo, listen. When you know that the sex ring is going on. You know listen, it's going to be a hell of an episode. You I know, know it's going on like two that. episodes. That's that's if like it got a, the sex ring in. That's a sex and ring. And if they got the little Japanese sex ring, yo, oh man, this might be a whole season. Yo, I think I think this is like <clears throat> that's like an indictable offense to me. Like, why the fuck are you not in jail? I just I I kind of I kind I I do and I don't. I'm 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 split on other celebrities coming out and speaking their piece on R. Kelly because on one hand I understand that you may feel like that's not your business, but it is your business, and I don't know if your silence is conducive into stopping this man from raining terror on underage girls. I I, I really don't understand how. We got to this point where it's just like, all right, whatever, nigga. I mean, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm gonna keep quiet. I'm gonna chill. I, I just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, this is too much to process in four days. And it's been going on for like mad long. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm talking about R. Kelly since we first met. I mean, yeah, but as far as like the general public understanding the severity of the situation, like, I don't know if the impact of how real this is will take because if you look at how we operate now like the news cycle moves so fast like once this docuseries is over what's gonna happen next how long do we keep this pressure on r kelly to uh, to face some accountability for his actions because next week it'll be some stupid ass video that we're all paying attention to. Like I just I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I, I I'm trying to work through this just like you are, and I'm just like I'm so confused. I don't, I don't. As you can tell, I'm having a difficult time trying to process it all because it's again it's so so many layers to it. Like we don't even put enough onus on sexual abuse from a young age in our own community little fucking 
kids being touched by uncles, little little boys being touched by older women. Like I, I saw a good discussion about um, dudes losing their virginity to older women, right? And that made me think about how that creates a dynamic of hypersexuality in, in, in minority boys. No, let me let me correct that. In, in little boys, period. Because as men, right, are we're from an area where getting as much pussy as you can is looked at as, as some type of reward. It's looked at as a badge of honor. Having sex young. Like, like what, what, how, we gonna get personal, fuck it. How, what age did you lose your virginity, Frank? I lost mine at 13. Now, mind you, I lost mine to a, a girl at my age, but other friends that I had at that time, like they would come to middle school bragging like, yeah, I just had sex with this 18 year old girl or this 19 year old girl. Like my nigga, you're 13, you're 14. One nigga told me, I, I'm not even gonna put his name out there, but I remember vividly one nigga telling me, yeah, man, you know, shorty was like 25. This nigga's 15. That's, you were raped, my nigga. <laughs> That's not like, and you see how twisted it is because you tell it like, all right, men, we got to change the discussion we have around being molested and being sexually abused at a young age. Like that shit is that it's not a good thing. The idea that we got to have as much sex as possible at a young age to become a man, quote unquote, is not healthy at all. It creates this idea that we develop as we get older that we have to have to chase vagina as much as possible otherwise we won't be viewed as men or viewed as someone who is respectable that's fucking twisted so you take someone like r kelly who was abused at a young age now he has this idea that he is that he has to do the same thing and now we've created a cycle i we got to get to a point where we change the conversation about how young boys are abused we got to change the conversation about how young black girls are abused about why we don't protect young black girls from like and it didn't really made me sick more like even before i had my kids like i had two girls and it made me think about okay they get of age they start developing now i have to worry about some 25 year old some 26 year old nigga looking at my daughter who might be more developed than her peers like somebody gotta die yo listen man that goes without saying because I, I listen i dare one of you niggas but that's not the point i was getting to but we, we just it's, it's just a lot that we need to um discuss we need to address some things here ladies and gentlemen yo i don't i don't know if um i don't think we're ready for it i don't think we're ready for it just the just because because of the division that this event has caused i don't think we're ready for it we're not ready i don't know if we'll ever be ready i've been saying for the longest that r kelly was guilty that you know all the stuff that was revealed in the documentary i already knew except the testimonies the testimonies were the only thing that was new but during the court case they had a lot of evidence one yeah. of the girls who was molested even went to his court hearing mm -hmm. now she showed up to support him and she ended up getting molested let's be honest your ass showed up to get molested you know you just wanted to be up 
but is that that's like Stockholm syndrome or some shit? But she wasn't a victim. Mm. She was a fan, so she showed up to the court hearing, you know, and then he still bagged her there, and then takes her and molests her and does all this crazy, crazy shit, telling them when they can eat. Yo, that's like, and then that's like another aspect of it because it's like you're using the power of your celeb. You're again, you're abusing your power. You're using your power of celebrity to where you know you're okay. Perfect example. Recently, a video surfaced of Drake back in like, I don't know the date, fuck the particulars. It was a couple years back where he was performing at a show. This is kind of early in his career, but he was like hot at the time. And he brought a 17 year old girl up on stage and the girl was like developed and he's on stage in front of thousands of people saying, damn girl, you thick as hell, you only 17. She hugged the nigga and he's like, um, I like how your chest feels against mine. 17. And her response is, who didn't have a crush on Drake at 17 years old? Like, you, like it's ev- everything is fucked up. She's twisted because she's feeling like, oh, I gotta do whatever he says because he's Drake. And Drake feels like I can say whatever to this little girl because I'm Drake and she's gonna do what I want. Like, we are fucked. <laughs> like, I don't, it's not funny at all. But it's like, we are fucking sick. Collectively. All of us. We're fucking sick. I just... Some nasty shit out here, man. There's some nasty, nasty shit. Like, I saw a Chance the Rapper on Twitter saying, you know, I never should have supported him and all of this shit. And a producer by the name of Rico Love was saying, like, yo, I'm not gonna stop listening to his music. I'm sorry. Like, yo, y'all niggas are just delusion to the fucking core i don't understand it but like i just like psychi- there was a psychiatrist psychiatrist is a psychiatrist psychologist psychiatrist was on the docuseries saying how much is how much of a sociopath r kelly's is multiple psychiatrists is on it saying how much of a sociopath he is and how much of a serial abuser he is like bro you you're gonna like not listen to, to, to psychiatrists this is deeper than the system trying to bring another black man down like it that's like saying that is too much of a cop out you kind of you gotta gotta look at the entire facts of the situation it's not as what's the word it's not no conspiracy behind this this nigga's fucking nasty there's no um hidden agenda to take r kelly down he's fucking disgusting um yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I just, like, I don't know. I'm going to watch it again, and maybe I'll have some more clarity and have some more um, explanations about certain aspects of the docuseries, but it's just, that was way more emotion, way more emotional than I anticipated. So, like, fuck R. Kelly. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck him. Gotcha. And tradition continues on because we've been saying fuck R. Kelly since episode one. Go back into the archives because we have because we have been saying fuck this man pause for years. For a year now. Like Frank said episode one. I made it very clear on my stance on R. Kelly. I, I, I pray that you find some understanding with this whole situation god bless watch oh, the documentary check it out see how you feel watch i mean god let us know online how you feel right let us know um where do you stand with all of this 
God bless the, the victims. God bless anyone affected by this man. Like, I just, I can't even. By the way, I, I, I went through the trial of the R. Kelly incident when it first occurred. I was in high school. So I was paying attention, you know, and I was conscious enough. At the time, the girls he was fucking was like the same age as the girls that I was with at the time. That's nasty. So I personally ain't seen nothing wrong with it because I was of the same age bracket. Right, but you didn't even comprehend how fucking nasty that was. Yeah, and I knew that there was sometimes older dudes, but, you know, I was like, like, it was different because, like, in the video, he was pissing on her and all this shit. That's old like, oh. That's old You know, so... That shit was just a little extreme, even for me. Like, I wasn't doing no shit like that. No, but, you know, I wasn't trying to piss on nobody. No, not at all. So I thought that that was a little crazy. I thought that that was abusive because I was like, damn, what if she don't like that? Or, does she, you know, what's going on here? But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, he he got away with it. I thought it was fucked up because I was like, you know, if anybody were to do that in a high position, I'd expect that they, they get taken down. So now we're going to ignore it. You know, they say they're trying to attack his legacy. Nah, man, he just didn't live as a stand-up dude, you know, and you a figure that people respect. You got mad awards. They probably done gave you the key to the city and yep. all this other shit. And, you know, meanwhile, you eyeballing the mayor's daughter, you know. Pa- you power really, lets you. Yeah. If, yeah. If, 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 if you haven't learned anything, that power, a certain level of power lets you get away with anything. That's why these politicians get away with a lot but of fuck shit. All that man, because child abusers need to be locked up. You know? They do, they but be, but they, they get they get away. A lot of people just not taken away from R. Kelly for a minute. Like a lot of these corporations who do fucked up shit to their consumers get away with shit because they have power because they have influence. A lot of like I can even I'm not even gonna get into it because I can get into a deep conversation about how the current political climate. Is parallel to what's happening with R. Kelly because there's a bunch of men in our government right now who are powerful, who get away with having sex with underage boys and underage girls and doing freak nasty shit and it gets swept under the rug because they have enough power and enough money and enough influence to make shit go away. Mm-hmm. They could afford it to raise that bar of reasonable doubt a little bit higher. Like the like, if you have that level of money and, and influence and power and everything that I just, I, everything I just stated, you can get away with anything that you want. That's the that's the idea that it promotes. That if you become that you once you reach a certain level of, of status, the rules don't apply to you. You live by a different set of rules, and that's like a, another conversation. I'm not we're not gonna get into right now, but that's just like it's all bad. It's all fucking bad. So, welcome to 2019. That's how we coming out the gate. Let us know how you feel. Now, in a in a strange turn of events, y'all know Frankie don't watch shit. Frankie is what I call a lovable recluse. Recluse. Frankie just stays in his bubble. He works. Huh? <laughs> he works. He watches anime. He chills. Frankie watched the, the new Netflix shit. We were talking about it. I full transparency i was supposed to watch it so we can talk about it and have a dialogue back and forth it's all good but i fell the fuck asleep into it like five minutes in and that's okay because i usually don't watch it and you're the one picking up the ball for the experience and i'm the one reacting so i told you a little bit about it first off if anybody's familiar well everybody's familiar with netflix yep we should be 
but you might not be familiar with all of Netflix because Netflix has a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you will skip over shit that doesn't readily catch your attention. That's a fact. And, you know, you'll look over stuff. That's why it's so good to market on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It has a good preview system. So anyway, Netflix ain't giving me a check. I'm not saying. Nah, fuck Netflix. Anymore. Yeah, fuck but, Netflix. Um, Netflix has some entertaining stuff. If anybody has ever heard of the show Black Mirror, it's uh, a very strange, strange sci-fi. One of my favorite shows. Show, yeah. Me and me and Jay been talking about it since you know the beginning when it when it uh, we first realized we were fans. Yep. If you've ever liked weird shit like the Twilight Zone, this is like the Twilight Zone, but it isn't unexplainable cosmic shit. Mm -hmm. It usually always or always or mostly has to do with science getting out of hand, right? So. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of behavioral shit too A lot of behavioral shit But sometimes it, You know It'll it'll hit you left field With technology Like the future Like what if You know This Is real Robots you know, Robots, robots. Or There was a particular episode Where Everybody in this episode Could Rewind what they experienced yep. Throughout the day From their vision You know They could rewind Job interviews They could rewind You know How their girlfriend Saw them when they Walked in a room So that you know The guy thinking His girl's cheating on him mm-hmm. You know He could rewind back And see her facial expressions mm-hmm. Slow shit down mm-hmm. This shit was crazy And you could even Replay shit So even if, if like You want to experience What it was like To witness your child Being born again You could rewind To that moment And Yo, re-experience look, the, look I'm a, like, like For those who never Watched Black Mirror The very very First episode The dude is fucking a pig That's all you need to know Now See that And this is precisely Why I feel like Black Mirror just wanted To turn you off Immediately If you would be turned off Right They They made it Crazy from the get Right Right out the door Right out the get The shit was crazy And it might be It might be Discouraging for some people Because It's weird science It's real sci-fi shit So Not every It might not be For everyone Right This new shit Is a film That Black Mirror dropped And uh, you know They've always been a show They had about Two seasons out I believe Maybe three Yeah two right now They got two out And then they came out With this movie Called Bandersnatch Word And it's about A game developer Mm -hmm. And in the game The kid is trying to become Like uh, one of his favorite uh, Game developers By the name Colin And he's working For the same company That Colin is working for So he gets an opportunity To design his own game And shine Throughout the movie, you see that the kid has some behavioral issues. Uh, he sees a therapist and things like that. Now, here's where shit gets crazy. Because I play the movie and it's late at night, so I was already mad tired. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just press play and watch this film. All of a sudden, I noticed that there's a scene that's looping over and over again. And I'm wondering if I'm bugging, <laughs> like if I'm high. Or if the film is actually looping, but it's not looping like it's rewinding or skipping. This shit's looping like the lady's asking the same question and the kid isn't responding and then she asks the question again. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And my remote is vibrating. Mm -hmm. So that's when I become aware that there's a caption at the bottom of the screen that's telling me to make a decision. Oh, shit. So I'm like, all right. So I select one of the two decisions. I believe it was what kind of music you wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. It was an option between two songs, and I've never heard these songs before. Mm-hmm. I just had to base it off of the cover. Mm-hmm. So I choose it, and he plays it, and it continues on. Then later on, they ask him a question, and he has a decision whether he's going to take a deal 
or not. Major questions. You have no idea where the movie's going to go. Mm-hmm. When he goes into explaining the game with the, the developers, he's explaining his game as a choice game. Mm-hmm. Game that you make choices and the game turns out a certain way based off of the choices you make, right. which is ironically what's going on in the film. Weird shit. So, yeah. So now, homeboy's going in. He makes that You can make the deal or not. It, the movie could be different for you. Right. Just, a, just based on the choices that I made. Just based on that. Now, the decisions go from like regular, what do you, what kind of music did you want to listen to, to um, do you want to, do you want to take the deal your job is offering you? Do you want to turn it down? To do you want to kill this motherfucker or not? That's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. And the dude who I'm referring to is his dad. So now you got to choose to off your dad halfway through the movie. See? You know, and it's like a lot of other shit. The craziest scene, because I really don't want to spoil it. It's an experience for you. So it's harder. It's hard to spoil it. You're going to get a new turnout most of the time. So I only played it once, but mm-hmm. the film was definitely different for me based off of the choices that I made. Right. Now, this is where shit get real crazy. Homeboy is fucking in his room. It asks you to make a choice on whether he wants to destroy his computer or not. And then he starts screaming and at like to nothing. And he's saying, who's controlling me? Mm-hmm. Who's making me do this? So you realize he's talking to you. Mm. Then he starts screaming and it tells you what to answer. It says, he's saying, where are you coming from? And it gives you either a symbol that's been repeated throughout the movie. Like it's part of the story, this symbol. You can either choose that symbol you've been seeing mm-hmm. or say Netflix. <laughs> So me, to be creepy, I chose the sign. Right. But sometimes they'll make you repeat his life. Uh-huh. Like that day will just rewind and you repeat certain shit. But now you see that he's bugging. Like he's mm-hmm. realizing that he's going through the same day again. Right. This shit is wild. And there's even a point where you're forced to, well, not forced, you get to make the decision to take acid with Colin, right? The the developer who's right. he, who he's a fan of. Because he's having trouble developing the game. He's hitting like some snags and he goes to Colin for some advice and he gives him some acid and they trip balls. Mm. And then he's like, he's telling him like, yo, life, because Colin is just like this dope wavy motherfucker who's already successful, sold mad games. Right. And he's just trying to teach him. So he's like, you're in the hole and I'm going to get you out. So he's like, life is just a huge computer. And there's numbers and shit. If you listen close, you'll hear them. He said, you and I are tied together. I could jump off of this ledge and I won't leave you. Huh. Motherfucker jumps. He he makes you, he gives you the decision on whether you're jumping off the ledge or he's jumping off the ledge. You know what I said? You jump, nigga. You jumping. <laughs> I'm not jumping, nigga. And he dead ass jumped off the ledge, mm. slammed his face on the concrete, and then his wife came out. It was some, yo. It's some crazy shit. I would probably do it one more time, just to, just to kind of, just to see what the option was. And you know why I'm a fan of this? Because one is weird as hell, right? Uh, it's not as perverse because, like, since like you said, the, the episode one of the then the show in the series, the guy fucks a pig. So that's gross, right? Right. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't go all that into it. You know, this is just more. A, a story like that, psychological a shit. psychological thriller and you just happen to be a part of it I think like I think on Netflix's part that's a that's a huge like I think we're gonna see more of that mm. I think we're gonna see more content creators more channels more whatever the fuck you wanna call it 
trying to move into the the lane of interactive movies because um some shit where it's like choose your own adventure almost well no it is choose your own adventure i i've never experienced that in a movie to where the choices that you make can make a nigga jump off a ledge or, or not like that's some shit that i'm all the way interested in and i'm kind of mad i fell asleep it's the yeah, well you'll you'll enjoy it now especially since you got a little bit of the prefix right you know other story I think you'll be able to enjoy it again it won't play out the same exact way you probably won't choose or you might choose right. you know certain things but the 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 choices are drastic hmm. you know they you get caught up trying to figure it out and then there's a level of suspense because there's a timer so if you're in the film you're not answering immediately you're trying to think of what to answer and the whole time he's being pressured to answer, you know, like while you're waiting, like right. the person or the therapist or the father, or whoever's talking to him is like, what do you want to do? Right. So you're like, oh, shit, he's yelling at me. You know, like you trying to figure it out. But that whole Netflix part and yo, Netflix was fucking. Yo, that scene, that section was so funny because when you say the message, when he's talking to you, like when he's screaming at whoever. Yeah. You. Yeah. He's like, what? Where are you watching me from? What's Mm-mm. going on? You say, I'm watching you on Netflix. He goes, what the fuck is Netflix? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, it's an entertainment <laughs> streaming site from Yo. the 21st century. And he's like, what? Yo. You're from the future? <laughs> Yo, I think I'm, I'm going to get really fucking stoned and watch this. Word up. Word up. That's some real wild shit. And yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Like I was seeing reviews of it. And they weren't as in depth as that. They were saying like, you know, it's, it's a it's a um, innovative attempt at interactive film and whatnot. But if you saying it is like that, yeah, I gotta see what's up. Cause again, I like weird shit. I like psychological thrillers. So this is right up my alley. It, um, yeah, watch Bandersnatch. Yeah, I'ma watch that. I'ma watch Bandersnatch. That shit is wild. It sounds wild. Thank you, Frankie, for the the the, the thorough review. Cause I wouldn't have watched this shit. And, so then, good. and then you and I know you hit me like, yo, bro, you need to watch this shit. And I had full attention of watching it. And my body was like, nah, fam. Nah. But you weren't ready. It's all good. It's a lot to take in because like I said, if you I was tired, but I wasn't like dead tired. Had I been dead tired and that remote started going off, I would have said nah. Nah, I would I would I would have threw my whole system out the window. Well, I mean at that point, if I wanted to play a video game, I'd put in fucking Grand Theft Auto. Like, right. You know I need I mean? something else because you you wowing and if, especially if I didn't know it was gonna do that, yeah, that shit would take me by surprise too. Yeah, it would definitely you like I I sat there because the vibration wasn't throwing me off. I thought that that was my phone buzzing and I was trying to ignore it to watch the movie. Right. Meanwhile, the movie's waiting on me to make a decision so it could continue. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Excuse me. That shit is fucking wild, man. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, you can check out Bandersnatch. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna it check has out a few Bandersnatch. actors you might recognize. Well, it probably has one actor in there you might recognize. Mm-hmm. Everybody else looked fairly new to me, but you know I don't watch movies that often. Right. But this shit was uh, this shit was entertaining. It was dope. Not a long movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you play. It's really based off of how quickly you realize you got to do something for right. it to continue. But it was entertaining. You know, I like sci-fi. It right. has a creature. It has a couple of some themes in there. And I feel like it has a lot of hidden messages, you know? Like, shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy because it's just like, all right, well. putting it plainly. He's he's developing a game that's about making decisions, which is about a movie that's developed on making decisions, which is operated by you who makes the decision. Some real inception shit. Which makes you think, 
are we being controlled? We? Is this the motherfucking matrix? I mean, that's that's a quite all right. Yeah, Conspir- <laughs> conspiracy theory time. Yep, conspiracy theory time. Think movies like that always like I was a big fan of the Matrix, and just the whole being plugged and unplugged and is this a simulation? Are we living in reality or, or are we just a are we just puppets being controlled by some higher being? And that theory is never lost on me. That theory is never like if I get too high, I, I dwell on that idea a lot. That yo, what if this shit is not even real? What if this shit is what if when we pass, we meet the people who was controlling us? Like I I just I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, you know what? I ain't gonna hold you. Between between the R. Kelly shit and then this shit with the government, I was just mentally drained. I wasn't ready to to question my existence like that. Like that shit was. It was too much other shit that made me question my existence and question society as a whole. I didn't need any more to drive me up a fucking wall. But. Nah, I'm. Good I'm, shit though. Check yeah, out Bandersnatch. I'm invested. Black I'm gonna I'm a check. I'm gonna check out Bandersnatch, presented by Black Mirror, presented by Netflix, presented by you. Hey. So, yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. But in lighter news, the good brother Book Jefferson, shout out to B Double O G, he dropped his project, Big Moo Talk Deluxe. Mm. Shout out to my boy Book, man. Ready. He out here back back at it. You know what I'm saying? So. That's out. Um, it's eight brand new songs um, available everywhere. That's in your pocket. Listen to it. Stream it. Hit up Boog on IG at Boog Jefferson. Show him that you're listening to it. It's good shit, man. Good shit. And you know, man, I told y'all before I'll be waiting to shit on these gold dynasty niggas and they ain't giving me an opportunity yet. So shout out to Boog. Shout out to Big Mood Talk Deluxe. Go get that. Stream that. Put it in your IG stories. Support dope shit. Um, Frankie single still out. The thrill. Make sure y'all go stream that everywhere. Go get that. Um, yeah, man. All my people are putting out good music, man. I'm ecstatic. I'm fucking happy. Uh, has not not a lot of music has come out because it's still the top of the year, and you know people are getting geared up. I guess I think people are really getting ready for the spring, so there's no real music coming out, but you know. Top of the year, man. People are working. Right. So, you know, I guess be on the lookout. I hey, hey, hey. I need some new shit from Schoolboy Q. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, man, what's up? I don't know, man, but I need some new shit from Schoolboy Q. I know he kinda took a backseat. I think you know, he took a he took a backseat after Mac Miller passed. Yeah. But you know, eventually when you get when you get it together, beloved. We here. We here. I'm here, man. We, with Q, man. we 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 need some new shit from you, beloved. But I know you're dealing with, you know, still you're still dealing with Max passing. We're not rushing you, but we here. We waiting, man. We eager. We eager. Um, yeah, man. I, I just we just we gotta. I don't know, man. I don't have a clear cut answer. Everything is is still fucking terrible and disgusting. <laughs> so I I mean I don't know. Shout out to John Legend, because he was in the docu-series. He, you know, um, was speaking about R. Kelly's influence and how he, you know, was just a fucked up nigga. So shout out to John Legend for that. Shout out to um, Dream Hampton again. I still can't think of that reporter's name that I read that 
article about all those years ago. But shout out to you, beloved. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Shit is fucking nasty. But um, in the meantime, in between time, uh, follow the show and everything. Follow the show on IG uh, for the stress underscore podcast. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. Follow at Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for all your herbal needs. Um, yeah, man, just we got we got a we got a lot of work to do, man. We got a lot of work to do. So it's a new day. Yo, communication for the stress, man. Because we need to talk about these things. We have to talk about these things. It's not even a, a fucking option no more. We have to talk about these things. Kiss your loved ones. Pay your parking tickets. Y'all be safe. Fuck R. Kelly. See y'all next week. All right. What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela? Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing. But what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimums? You a fan of R. Kelly? You want to help R. Kelly? Then get some counseling for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. Hide his camcorder. But don't pretend like the man is a hero.